gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, welcome in. Monday edition, Three Dudes with a View. Hope you had a good weekend. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Um, we got a lot to talk about this morning. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, is not with us. Do we? Have we heard from him? Anybody know? We don't. He may be in another election commission meeting or something like that. Uh, those meetings are early morning, and he works hard to keep our, uh, as a member of the election commission, Mr. York works hard to keep our elections uh, sound, safe, and accessible. And that's a great thing. Uh, now, regular special guest dude, at least until uh, school starts, Seth Campbell. Good morning. How you doing? Hey, good morning. It's great to be back. Happy to be here. Glad to have you, folks. Seth Campbell is a member of the Democratic uh, Executive Committee of Tennessee. He also writes a column each week in Main Street Murray. Uh, he's a Democrat and uh, takes that point of view, and uh, we're happy to have him. He um, uh, is a school teacher in Mount Pleasant, special education grades, what, 9 through 12, right? Yeah, yeah 9 through 12, yes, Yeah. Sir. Uh, uh, a job I know I could not do. Uh, so the, uh, uh, we, we welcome Seth. He, he'll, we'll lose him again when school starts, but maybe he'll be back on fall break, something like that. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to be here, happy to contribute, hang out with you guys. Happy to have you. Uh, now, we have a really special guest this morning, Olivia Adams. She is a reporter for Main Street Murray. Uh, Olivia, good morning. Good morning. All right. You are the star reporter. Uh, I mean, you got a scoop that, uh, first of all, we, we have to, you know, I've thought, I've thought about what, what we need to say this morning. I mean, uh, who, what's the, what's the name of the fellow who was arrested? Daniel Walls. Daniel Walls from Santa Fe. Uh, last week, uh, we had in, in this county, uh, Right. Glued to the marquees of three historically black churches uh, and one white-owned pizza parlor, which is still sort of a mystery, uh, they uh, a, a note, a screed, which you know had had some hateful things in it, and then followed by a solicitation to join the Klan, the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, followed by an email address where whoever read the uh, flyer was invited to email in for more information about joining the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, we, we have to acknowledge, you know, this and, and this fellow uh, has got pictures of himself on the internet, burning crosses, pointy hat, robes, you know, the whole nine yards. And uh, we have to acknowledge that this happened in our community. Uh, and we have to all get together to condemn it. And uh, that was happening last week, condemnation. And uh, we'll continue. I don't think any rational, sane person in this community supports 
activities such as this. Now, there are details that we don't know, and Olivia can give us a lot of answers. She actually just, the guy posted bond. It was not a $4 million bond. It was a $43,000 bond. Our information is his mother posted it for him. Uh, and uh, Olivia called him up, went to see him, and interviewed him. And has an uh, article in Main Street Murray this week. And, uh, I mean, congratulations. I mean, Olivia, that that is... That, that's uh, what a journalist does. You you got the scoop. Uh, uh, wh- where should we begin? You've got a lot of notes about your conversations uh, with this uh, fellow, and uh, uh, and you've also got some personal impressions as to the person you were dealing with. Uh, where do you want to start? I mean, what what? Give us the basics. What did he What did he tell you? Well, first of all, I should note that uh, these are his opinions and words, and they absolutely do not reflect the opinions and attitudes of Main Street Murray. No, or do they reflect the opinions of Kennedy Broadcasting? No, no, no. So take this for what it it sounds like. Um, I was very surprised that he got back to me because I assumed that he had an attorney who was telling him to, you know, be quiet. I, I can tell you that if I were his lawyer, I'd have duct-taked him to a chair. <laughs> yeah. You're just that good of a journalist. Well, right? he, he told me that, first of all, he said that he could not afford an attorney, and then he said he can't get one. He's tried. Um, but they don't want to take his case because they fear they will be la- labeled as racist. Well, somebody will have be, will be appointed. Uh, to represent him if he can't afford a lawyer. And, uh, you know, I've been there and done that. Um, you're, you're standing there, but it's a job that you have to do if you're a, if you're an ethical lawyer. You know, you're standing there, and it's just you and you and the Constitution. Uh, the, the jury hates you. Your client hates you. The public hates you. The judge hates you. And... Uh, <laughs> And so it's just you and the Constitution standing there doing your constitutional duty to give uh, everyone a defense, uh, no matter what. You know, I mean, you don't have to. You know, you don't have to lie for them or anything like that. You've just got to present the arguments that are available in their defense, and, um, and so that's tough duty. All right, Olivia, Olivia go ahead. So he made a lot of sort of contradictory statements when I was speaking to him. He would apologize. He'd start out by apologizing to the African-American community and all of those he offended. But then he would go on to say that it was his First Amendment right. Um, He seemed to play the victim quite often. Let's start with just the basic nuts and bolts. What, What did he admit to doing? Well, he he changed his his tune on that as well. At first, he said he was just the driver of the car. So we saw in that footage released by the Columbia Police Department of what looked to be a high school kid uh, getting out and posting flyers on a food truck. He said he was the driver of that car, and the 17-year-old was his girlfriend's nephew, But then he went on to say, he changed his mind and said, well, I did distribute the flyers, but I didn't have anything to do with the words on the flyers. Okay, so 
the flyers were the way I've heard it, they were glued uh, to the marquee or maybe the front of these three historically uh, black churches here in Columbia, as well as the Mule Town Pizza uh, Parlor, which is white owned. Um, and I guess most people know by now that that and I've already forgotten his name, Olivia. Daniel Walls. Daniel Walls. Daniel Walls. Daniel Walls uh, is uh, an adult over 18, been charged as an adult. Uh, He's been charged with vandalism and a uh, felony hate crime charge. There was a juvenile uh, who was also arrested. Of course, we don't know the juvenile records are sealed. We don't know the identity of the juvenile uh, who was also with him. And so what Olivia's talking about is... At first, he said that the juvenile posted the flyers, um, and uh, then he changed his tune. What 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 did his tune change to, Lee? Well, he would often, um, you know, go. He'd start out by apologizing um, to the community and any of uh, anyone he's offended, but then he would say he'd go and say, "Well, it was my First Amendment right." Um, to to post the to post these flyers, um, so he, he did. He, he he admitted to you to actually posting the flyers himself. Well, distributing them, yes. Did you do you see a difference there? I mean, I mean, I I, I, I don't. I mean, I guess it's possible that distributing may mean that he drove the car. I mean, he. Um, and didn't actually post the flyers. I mean, do you... Do you well, know? he went back and forth. Okay. That That's what I'm getting at, is that okay. he went back and forth between what his role was. So he seems, you know, to be pretty wacky. Okay. It, and I asked you before we went on there, Mr. Jim York's coming in, I think. Good morning, Mr. York. Mr. York? Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? All right. Uh, Mr. York, and, and welcome in. Uh, dude number one, the uh, Miss York, we've got Olivia Adams on with us. Uh, she is a reporter for Main Street Murray, and she called up this Daniel Walls, the one who's charged in connection with the flyers on the churches and at the Pete's joint, and uh, got an interview with him. And that story has been published in Main Street Murray. And so she's here to tell us about her meeting with Daniel Walls and what he had to say. Uh, uh, Olivia, go ahead. Uh, and so you, you describe him as wacky. And, and just for context, folks, uh, before the show, I, I, you know, I, I asked Olivia what her impression was of Daniel Wall. You know, I said, is he mean, dangerous, or wacky? And her response was wacky. And I, I think she was about to start talking about that before you came in, Miss York. So mentally unstable is what I got from it. Okay. In what sense? What did he say that made you think that? Um, He just didn't make a lot of sense with what he was saying. Like I said, he kept going back and forth, um, playing the victim, and then saying, you know, well, I'm sorry. But um, then he he was like, it's my First Amendment right. And then he started uh, comparing... um, his organization and what he does to Black Lives Matter, which is shocking. But how, you know, how did, how did how did he do that? 
He said, I am a, this is his direct quote that he sent to me. I am a separatist and a Christian, and I'm just proud of my history and heritage, just like they are theirs. So if me being a Klansman is racist or a hate crime, isn't Black Lives Matter and the NAACP the same thing? Good grief. Exactly. And I I think, you know, there was some talk last week trying to decipher who did this. Were they, you know, bona fide racist or was it, you know, some kind of psyop mission? Well, what we discovered here is that this is a leader of the KKK that is present in our community and clearly. Well, Very, he, he, I mean, claim, he claims to be a leader. He does claim to be a leader. I, I, I can't know, I, certify his And it's, that's that's something I, I want to get. Uh, it's time for a break, and Coach Mike Lyle's got an announcement to make. Uh, but uh, that I think the most disturbing thing that uh, I saw in the article Olivia wrote is he says he's a member of some of my organization. And um, I'm, I, I think what that means I, I would i promise you i know it i know how these things work the fbi is working on right now on trying to identify what that organization is its extent what it's you know what it what it's doing um i, I find the 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 reference to it his organization until we know the nature and scope of that uh, we really don't know what we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, Coach Mike Lyle, you got a you, you got something going on there. We're going to take a break. Yeah, thank you, Delk. Would uh, like to uh, let everybody know that the Gypsy Kings are returning to Nashville for a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall for you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night on Saturday, November fourth. Tickets and details will be are available on Tonino Bayardo T O N I N O B A L L A R D O dot com. A loud and live production, and uh, also keep tuned here for information because uh, coming down the road a little bit closer to the time for the show, uh, we have about thirty tickets that will be given out through this station. So uh, keep that, uh, you know. Stay tuned for that, but a reminder that the Gypsy Kings will be coming to Nashville on November 4th. Gypsy Kings, Nashville, November 4th. Let's take that break, and we'll be back. For 60 years, people all over Middle Tennessee have returned to Parks Motor Sales again and again because they get the best vehicles and best service possible. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for options. New Buicks, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and more. Then stop by 919 Nashville Highway, test drive a Buick, and see why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MemsModernLandscape.com. That's MemsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. And uh, regular special good desk guest dude, uh, now until school starts and maybe a uh, fall break afterward, uh, Seth Campbell. Hey, happy to be here. Good morning, everyone. Right. All right, Mr. York. We're, we're, we're even up this morning. Two Democrats versus two Republicans. So there we go. Uh, and it's, it's a good thing. Uh, we have a very special guest here with us today. Uh, Olivia Adams is a reporter, journalist for Main Street Murray. Uh, she uh, got an amazing story this weekend. She called up this fellow, Daniel Wall, who is alleged to have posted these flyers uh, and is alleged to have committed a hate crime against three historically black churches here in Columbia, as well as uh, posting the flyer on a, a white-owned pizza parlor, Mutletown Pizza. Uh, she sat down with Mr. Wall, see what he had to say. Olivia, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be back. Glad to have you. Uh, and you really did get a I mean, kudos to you for for doing the job that you do. Uh, you you got you got the story. Uh, all right, so you go out and meet with Mr. Daniel Wall. Uh, let, let let's just try to work through, you know, your notes and exactly what he told you. Now, I did not meet with him. This was over. It was on phone. It well, it was over Facebook Messenger. Okay. Um. I didn't know how else to get a hold of him, but um, again, these are his opinions and direct quotes from him. Do not reflect the opinions of anyone here, of course. <laughs> um, not Main Street Murray, not Kennedy Broadcast. Nope. <laughs> All right. Um, so another interesting, very confusing quote that he that he gave gave me is that he said, "quote I do not hate the African American community. We all bleed red and are human." The perception everyone has of me is wrong. The media has labeled me as a racist, terrorist, hater, and many other things. I am not. Yes, I am the leader of the KKK, but I am not racist. Wow. Those seem like conflicting <laughs> statements. Yeah. Big yeah. I, I, have to, I have to point that out. Once you put on the robe and you burn the cross pretty much racist yeah those are their pictures of him you know on the on the internet i don't know if they're still up pointy hat robes burning crosses mm-hmm. the whole nine yards you know um so i i mean that it's just, about uh, as conflicting of a statement yeah i mean that it's hard to reconcile that yeah 
yeah. It really is. Yeah. When you say and do racist things, it's racist. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, you know, there's no other way to, to put it. Well, it's hard to reconcile what he said there. But let's go on. Let's tell us what else he said. Um, so he said, quote, I did not know it was illegal due to First Amendment rights. Again, then he will go back and say, but I do apologize to the whole community. So it seems like he would say, you know, I apologize, but. And then he'd almost try to, you know, in a sense, play victim because he had told me, um, and again, direct quote from him, his repu- my reputation is ruined. I lost custody of my kids over a piece of paper. I was terminated from my job, which he uh, worked at Peak Pools in Spring Hill. So, you know, he's, <coughs> it seems that he's playing the victim. What, what do you think? It's well, typically I mean, the response of a person that does something like that. They try to rationalize their their behavior uh, mm-hmm. and find out that there's no way to rationalize it, but they're in the corner. So, you you, you know, apologizing and doing all that stuff is all well, but it doesn't set well after they've committed the, be- the wrong behavior that they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, and, Mr. York, I, I <coughs> Olivia, he... he he stated to you that he didn't know that these three churches were black churches. Is that correct? Yes, that's what he told me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, hey, that's pretty much clearly, um, well, you know, I don't want to insinuate anything, but if all the churches in Murray County, if you pick three and distribute KKK flyers and they all happen to be black churches, I'm pretty sure you targeted them. I, you know, yeah. it, if you're from Santa Fe and you don't know, you know, I, I don't know how long Mr. Wallace has been a resident of this area, but if you've been around, you know, a year or two, you know that these are black churches, uh, and so that seems that seems uh, you know a, a bridge a bridge a little far there, you know, uh, but it doesn't explain the white owned pizza joint. I, so uh, I don't know, go, Olivia, go ahead with what else he said. Okay, he said, um, "Go well." Following the the flyer that was posted on the food truck, he told me that his seventeen year old or seventeen year old was his girlfriend's nephew, and he said, "Quote: Even though he is not a member, he wanted to participate by his own choice." So again, kind of going back to blaming others in a sense, but he was the one that drove the car. To drop the the seventeen year old off, um, which is who, which is the person in the video that we sent. Yes, that was re- uh, released by the Columbia Police Department. That would be the juvenile. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So did did he ever definitively say whether it was he or the juvenile nephew who actually put the flyers on the doors? Again, he went back and forth. Um, his mindset just seems to be very unstable, in my opinion. So he went from saying, I was just the driver, to then later he would say, I distributed the flyers, but I didn't write them. And, and let's form a legal framework here, folks. Now, um, what, what was said in the flyers if, you know, if, if, if Mr. Walls or his nephew, you know, got up and read the flyers on the public square? Uh, in a public place, uh, that would be free speech. Wouldn't be speech any of us like a whole lot, but it'd be free speech, uh, and not a crime at all. 
However, when you post these on uh, a pizza parlor and three historically black churches, that is an act of petty vandalism. Uh, it's a crime. Uh, it's it's a misdemeanor, but it it is an act of vandalism. Now, if you post those things though with the intent to harass or intimidate these congregants because of their race, then that would elevate it to I think to the hate crime which is charged under Tennessee state statute against Mr. Walls and, and is presently pending. Uh, so there you go. It sounds like Mr. Walls is, and but you you could read these flyers on their face to be uh, not a threat to intimidate or uh, these black congregants, but uh, as they ended with a uh, an invitation to join the KKK and a email address if you're interested. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, well, go ahead, Seth. Well, I was just going to say, we know of the the three black churches and the pizza place. Olivia, did he distribute any to houses? Or do, do yes. we know anything about that? Yes. Were, were there said, any more distributed? Yes. He said he distributed them to, to driveways. Um, he threw some in driveways, is what he told me. So there were other people, places targeted. From what well, I understand, but it, if his if his intent was to, and I'm just throwing out the various legal theories here, if his intent was to recruit for the KKK, uh, then um, it, it's it's not a hate crime. It's just a uh, it's it's vandalism. Well, can I just I, go? I'm, I'm a legal novice. It says, "Be warned." on the flyers mm-hmm. does that have anything i mean to me i, I know i'm well, a teacher i don't know anything about legal but if, you, if i'm distributing a flyer and i it says be warned on there that that doesn't seem like a recruitment as much as it seems like an intimidation to me that that is you're absolutely That's right exactly that, what, that is yeah. a a fact which uh, lends itself to the theory that his purpose was to intimidate. You know, I mean, that's... Uh, I, I just think the, pro- the DA, the prosecutor, and all those ought to deal with the case as it exists. By us pontificating about what it is and what his motives are just kind of waters down the case to me. I think we ought to just drop, let let the authorities figure out what's going on with this person and let them prosecute him to the fullest extent. Well, I I agree with that, Ms. York, and and uh, I've not heard from uh, Attorney General Cooper's uh, office yet, and I don't think they've spoken out about this matter. But uh, I do think it's important uh, for us to uh, let the listeners. I mean, uh, what what Olivia's got here is the probably the greatest source of understanding that we're going to have of what happened. And uh, so I think it's important to get what Olivia's gotten from him. And and I think going forward, people are going to be uh, want to understand, you know, the legalities that may be presented uh, in connection with uh, this case as it winds its way through our courts. Olivia, what else did he say? Well, I asked him um what he meant or what the flyer meant when it said, quote, make amends. He said it means to repent to God or stay away from us. <laughs> Did it, and I guess- See, Doug, this is what I'm talking about. We're trying to determine what's in that person's mind, and, and it's watering down the case that the DA may have. 
I think, Olivia, you did good in getting that information, but I don't think we need to be discussing it until the case goes to court. Let the DAs and, and authorities deal with the case as it is. I mean, to Jim's point, um, you know, I, I would like to kind of piggyback on that and say they did a great job apprehending this guy. I don't think we've mentioned that. Like when we left off last week, yeah. you know, we were still kind of, you know, in in the we middle. Did, we of didn't it. know who it was or why they did it or anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So good job on the police department, sheriff's department for bringing him in. I mean, that's that's what we like to see. Uh, Olivia, you had mentioned he was kind of unstable or definitely unstable. <laughs> Did he make any other kind of quotes that made you think, you know, this guy may have some, he may be a danger to himself or others? Um, He, not so much to, I don't know if to others, he said, you know, going back to sort of um, playing the victim that he uh, said, quote, I have received many death threats as well as my family since the incident, quote, my reputation is over. Um, he sent me screenshots of all of the messages he's received, death threats, this and that. Um, but it was more about just him. He repeatedly said, um, I'm not a threat to anyone. I don't want to harm anyone. I never have. So. It just seems shocking to me that a KKK member is so concerned with their reputation. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Uh, yeah. I mean, and. Again, though, we, uh, the most disturbing thing that he told you, Olivia, is that he was distributing the flowers on the behalf of his organization. That's a quote, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Yeah. Uh, that's scary. Well, we, it, 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 of course it's scary. And until we know the nature and the scope of this organization, uh, then uh, we don't know the full story here. Uh, There's a lot more that will come out. Um, and... It's really not my job to try to figure out what's going on in this guy's brain because he does seem to be all over the place. So no, I mean all uh, all you can do is tell us what he said, mm-hmm. and then that it's going to be up to our listeners and, and the people on this show to try to you know put some context into what he said. But it's important, I think, that we know what he said in order to understand what happened here. All right, let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. 
Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Stay comfortable and relaxed this July. Heller is keeping you chilling all summer with free outdoor gear. When you upgrade your home's essential systems, we're giving away free Yeti camping chairs, coolers, backpacks, and more with the purchase of select new HVAC systems, whole home generators, and tankless water heaters. Stay chilling all summer long. Book your appointment at happyhiller.com today. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Gypsy Kings featuring Tonino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. 
In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest, dude, till school starts and then on breaks and vacations thereafter. Uh, Democrat, welcome to the panel, Seth Campbell. Thank you for having me. Good morning, everyone. Glad to have you. And we have, we have really got uh, what you call the source here with us this morning, uh, a... a a lady who's a journalist with Main Street Murray, who did her job. She, uh, Olivia uh, Adams, uh, she got a, called up Daniel Walls, the fellow who's charged with these uh, flyers posted on the historically black churches and the white-owned pizza place uh, last week here in Murray County. Uh, he's uh, claims to be a member of the KKK. There are pictures of him on the web. Which are probably still not, or probably not still up, of him wearing a pointy hat, robes, burning crosses, the whole nine yards. He claims to be a part of an organization that we do not know the nature and extent of yet. Olivia Adams, welcome. Congratulations on your scoop. Thank you. And again, I will start by saying these are his opinions and do not reflect anybody here. <laughs> Or the attitudes of Main Street Murray. So again, take this. A roar of Kennedy Broadcasting, like. and we got something we've got to clean up here at Kennedy Broadcasting from last week. All right, Clayton's showing me something. Do I need to see it now, Clayton? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, Debbie Matthews uh, called up. She's gonna she's gonna take a little break from this show for a while. I did something last week that I have never done before. Uh, all of you, Olivia, Seth, Clayton. Uh, are invited to say whatever you want to say. Uh, and that's uh, as long as it doesn't, you know, get into libelous or slander situation. Uh, Debbie, uh, you know, again, this is where that important phrase, what Debbie said last week doesn't uh, say it may not necessarily reflect the views of Kennedy Broadcasting. It did not reflect the views of Kennedy Broadcasting. Debbie uh, said that this was a Jesse Smollett situation. This was before we knew who Daniel Walls was or where we, before we knew anything about the perpetrator of these flyers posted on these churches and the pizza place uh and she said it's a jesse smollett situation um i've i've rejected that 
notion on the air and then she wanted to talk about it again on friday and for the first time ever i told her no she could not talk about that and the problem with the jesse smollett analogy is that the uh, jesse smollett's attackers he was complicit with them uh there is absolutely no suggestion or suspicion or remote belief that these churches and pizza parlors were complicit with this act uh so that 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 that's just not true and so the jesse smollett analogy uh you know debbie may who know i don't I can't speak for Debbie, but I I don't think she really thinks that these victims were complicit. It's just a bad analogy, but I, you know, I don't know, but that's, it's nevertheless, it's a wrong analogy. Uh, And um, so I I think Debbie, you know, if if and when she does come back on, has got to, to um, apologize for that. Uh, But, but that's that's the way that that's that's the correct yeah Seth, I mean, I mean, that's she like many of us have been before she was i mean she was wrong and 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 debbie and me i mean we've we've always gotten along um we both you know pitch in rescuing um animals around the mid-state um and i think a lot of her for that um but in this case she was not only wrong she was she was loud wrong and um and we didn't have anything to point to it being a Smollett situation, and it, it it was not a Smollett situation. So she was wrong. No, um, it was not a Smollett situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 whatever. I'll let, I'll let Debbie speak for Debbie. I don't. I don't think she was trying to say they were complicit, but still, it was just the wrong analogy to throw out there. Um, and, and and Seth's not in his head, so I mean, so th- that covered. Uh, but I think it's important for our listeners to to know that 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 uh, that the Smollett situation was just simply an incorrect analogy. Uh, uh, go ahead, Miss York. I was going to say, you know, we had several things that happened, Dell, in in last week, uh, and and the week before. You 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 probably quite aware of the articles that's been published about you yeah. uh, and uh, calling you a racist uh, because of remarks you made about Kareem Jean-Pierre. And and I think that just adds to all the confusion uh, of, of the social structure of our community. And I think also you may want to apologize to our listening audience uh, uh, if if you feel comfortable in doing that or whatever your position, you're the station owner and you, you own the station and own the words. And I think that just acerbates the problem that we have with with race uh, in this country and in this well, community. Ms. York, I mean, I, I, I'm, I was, I'm ready to move on from that. Uh, the uh, And I think it's important to talk to Olivia about more about this uh, Seth, I mean, Dan, Daniel Wall. Not uh, Seth. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not, not Seth. Not, <laughs> not Seth. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I'm moving on. I'm moving on from that because we we, we have a, a situation that uh, 
is a very serious situation here in this community and the, the time for uh, levity or uh, characters, characterization, caricatures of uh, national public figures uh, is, is shoved aside when we've got a local situation like we have. Uh, Olivia, you were, you were telling me another quote that... Uh, He said that he said he was distributing on behalf of his organization. Yes. So apparently there's a large organization in this area. He said, quote, I did not create those flyers. I just distributed them for my organization, as I thought the First Amendment gave us the right to do. So it just did, kind of did kept he going back. his organization? How many people are in it? Where are they located? What, he said what, they're all over the mission? nation. Okay. How disheartening is that to know that mm-hmm. we have KKK members all over the nation? But he did, he did say he was a leader in the KKK, correct? He, yes. He okay, said he, he was the so, leader. Oh, the leader. Okay. Okay. You know, we 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 need to know. I mean, that's important to figure out what the, what he's talking about and. Uh, well, I'm sure the FBI will. Yeah, well, I go, mean, I'm, will, will investigate this and have an idea of who he's involved yeah, with. They, and they, they've got the resources to do that, and uh, uh, you know, they could. Who knows what it is or whatever? I mean, uh, and he, he made a comparison. I think we have to. We we should highlight. I mean, that his organization in some way has some parallel to the NAACP. Mm-hmm. And that's just absolutely ludicrous in nature. I mean, we had the president of our local NAACP on last week. Yes, we did. And he, he just did an excellent job, um, you know, representing the organization and himself here and calling for unity and that, you know, we're not going to take this KKK intimidation, let, you know, just sitting down. And the there's just no parallel in any universe with the KKK, with the his, history of lynchings and terrorizing the black community. They have nothing in common with the organization of the NAACP. I mean, no, that, no, that's, I mean, that's I, just my take, but I, I just, well, yeah, that parallel's ridiculous. Seth, Seth, you're all, I mean, yes. I mean, the, we've all got a, a, a view of what the KKK is uh, and has historically been or traditionally been. You know, there's, there's a stereotype there. Uh, what we don't know, though, uh, is what this organization uh, that this Daniel Wall is talking about and to what extent it mirrors uh, the KKK that's uh, traditionally been thought of or described in this country. Uh, is it a loose organization of people who uh, just, you know, interact on the Internet? Uh, is it an organization where, you know, they've got a national structure and they pay dues and they elect the president and a grand wizard or whatever? Uh, we don't know. Uh, I mean, the pictures, we've seen the pictures on his social media that are still up of them. A couple know, dozen people gathering. circling across, you know, they got they have their outfits on, their robes, and their. So there are a couple dozen people in the pictures. I, I would say, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't count, but there was definitely, okay, you know, yeah, okay. You know, well, that's that's there was some people. I you know, just say, you know, and it shouldn't be an indictment on Santa, you know, Santa Fe, Tennessee, but it it 
you know, they're getting together and they're burning crosses. It's just, it's eye-opening as well. Well, that's, that's an important thing to know that I did not know, that a couple of dozen pe- people were in those photographs apparently participating in these cross burnings and, and uh, white robe-wearing rallies, correct? There we go. That tells yeah, us something a, like I mean, that. They have some kind of loose organization. I don't yeah. know the structure. I don't know the hierarchy. You know, I don't yeah, know well, how we don't know, but, but we now we know there are roughly a couple of dozen that are there's a lot more at least than locally locally in with this guy. So yeah. that's concerning. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's another thing we now know, uh, and and that's important. Um, so yeah, I mean that's. That's that's important to know. Uh, and in the face of it, the right, community so. did what they had to do. You know, they they circled around these churches and they protected them, and we raised them up, and um, and they did a good job. I mean, I think the community acted about as good as they could in the face of this this overt racism. Yeah, I mean, it, it folks, it happened. The fellow's wearing a pointy hat. He's got robes. Uh, he put up posters in front of these. Uh, Historically black churches and the which white he said he did not know they were historically black churches. I, and I'm with Seth. That just seems a, a bridge too far. Uh, but uh, it's important. And Olivia, we certainly appreciate you being here with us today because of course it's important for us to sort out uh, what happened, uh, why. Uh, the, that's part of the healing process mm-hmm. as. Uh, this matter goes forward um and uh what did he say again he he lost his kids because of a piece of paper he did he said um and he said quote my reputation is ruined i lost custody of my kids over a piece of paper i was terminated from my job at again peak pools in spring hill um said his life is over Well, boy, kind of reap what you sow here. But I mean, uh, uh, you know, you, you participated in KKK activities, and now I mean, things are falling down around you. I mean, I I don't take you know joy in the downfall of somebody, but in this case, yeah. Did did you think that uh, was he saying that he's lost custody of his children because of these flyers being? Posted? That's what. Yes, that is what it, it appeared to me. Um, that seems pretty. He he said, quote, lost custody of kids over a piece of paper with ink on it. He was just arrested on Friday, wasn't he? That doesn't really add up right now. No, it doesn't. (laughs) I'm just quoting him. Um, All right. We will be back tomorrow to talk about it more. Olivia Adams, we appreciate you being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Congratulations on uh, being a real journalist. Uh, Thank you. You you got the job done. Local news right there. There you go. All right. 